Peggy Giacomelos from the SBS Newsroom and in this bulletin, thousands of people in remote Western Australian community left without power for a second day in a row. The International Monetary Fund releases a report on the Australian economy and in football Australia advances to the next round of the Asian Cup after a narrow 1-0 win over Syria. This is SBS News. Power is slowly being restored to one of the largest remote communities in Australia after a massive storm left the area isolated for two days. Water supply, communication services, internet connectivity and gas stations in the Kalgoorlie Boulder area were all affected by heavy rainfall that hit the region on Wednesday. Western Australian State Emergency Services had warned local residents that there would be blackouts in the area due to the storm as of Friday morning, thousands of people in the wider Goldfields region remain without power, with many relying on backup generators. Shadow Treasurer Angus Taylor says a recent report by the International Monetary Fund on the Australian economy serves as damning evidence that the federal government's policies are ineffective. The International Monetary Fund has issued its latest report on the Australian economy, predicting a small downturn on growth for the coming year. The report signifies that inflation has peaked but is not expected to hit the Reserve Bank's target point of 2.3% until at least 2026. Mr Taylor says that according to the IMF, Australians could be in for another two years of financial hardship. The report highlights what Australians already know, which is they're going backwards under this Labor government. But it also highlights that we're in for another couple of years of high inflation. And of course, that creates risks for extended high interest rates. And uh, that's the pain Australians don't want. They're being hit right now with higher prices, higher interest rates and higher taxes under this government and no amount of spin from the Treasurer is going to erase the pain that Australians are feeling right now. Yemen Houthi rebels claim to have carried out an attack against a US cargo ship in the Red Sea. According to Houthi military spokesman Brigadier Yaha Sari, the missile attack was made on Thursday night against the Kem Ranger tanker by the rebel naval forces. The naval forces of the Yemeni armed forces have carried out a targeting operation against US ship Kem Ranger in the Gulf of Aden using a number of suitable naval missiles. Thanks to God, their hit was precise and direct. The Yemeni armed forces emphasises that the response to American and British offences is inevitably coming and any new offence will not happen without a response and punishment. A short time later, the US Central Command released an announcement saying no significant damage was caused to the tanker or the crew members of the attack. Via a post on X, it said that the two anti-ship missiles missed their target and landed in the water. Scientists say Europe's Mars Express orbiter may have found a huge ice water deposit below the surface of the red planet. Experts say if melted, the water could cover the entirety of Mars in a layer of water around two metres deep. Scientists operating Europe's Mars Express orbiter, which landed on the red planet back in 2003, initially studied the formation in 2007, but it was unclear what the deposits were made of. Now, 15 years later, 
New data suggests it's actually layers of dust and ice, topped with a protective layer of dust or ash several hundred metres thick. Colin Wilson, a project scientist at the European Space Agency, highlights the significance of the discovery. Looking at 20 years of observations, and in particular looking at some of our more recent observations where we've been able to make some improvement in the processing of, of the observations, um, it really does uh, bear a lot of the properties we would expect from layered water ice. Let's go to football now and Australia have secured qualification to the next round of the Asian Cup after a 1-0 win over Syria. The Socceroos dominated possession throughout the match but once again had trouble creating clear opportunities in front of the opposing net. The crucial goal was scored by Jackson Irvine a minute before the hour mark who picked up the loose ball after a dash by Martin Boyle inside the area. The goal scorer says the defence brought the win. That first goal was so important. Um, we probably should have put the game to bed. We had a lot of open spaces after we scored the goal. Um, but, you know, that's something we can work on. But clean sheet is the most important thing. And, uh, you know, defenders done their job and we kept the ball out the net. Either a win or a draw in their final group stage match against Uzbekistan will see the Socceroos matched up against one of the third place teams of the group. I'm Peggy Giacomelos. That's the latest from the SBS News audio team. And over the weekend, why not have a listen to one of our podcasts? They include SBS On The Money, Change Agents, Living Loss and SBS News In Depth. <laughs> 